The Ideas Hour. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Ideas Hour. (laughs) First episode. We're so excited to be doing this podcast. We've been talking about this forever, and actually starting it feels so exciting and wild. And now it's real. Sponsored by the Center for Ideas. And inherently. <laughs> so there's three of us here leading this podcast. Um, we're our, who's we're, talking right now? Uh, this is me talking. This is Jacqueline talking right now. So I'll introduce myself first. Um, hi, listeners. My name is Jacqueline. I'm a junior sociology major and education studies minor at Ithaca College. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I've been working at the Center for Ideas for a little over a year now, a year and some change now. And I think we're all going to start off by answering the question, what brought us to working at Ideas? And for me, I just, it was like one of the only places on campus where I felt like People were having really meaningful conversations. And from my first week living on Ithaca College campus, I knew I wanted to get involved with it somehow. And I made a point to really work towards that. And it's been better than I could have imagined. So, Gabby, do you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Um, I thought you were going to tell the rock story. Oh, I can tell the rock story. I'll tell tell the rock story. Okay, okay. I feel like if it's the question, just go ahead and tell it now. Okay. She was wearing she was wearing the t-shirt for the MLK program when we first recorded this, which y'all will never hear. (laughs) (laughs) This is the take two, so um (laughs) uh, I'll briefly tell that story. So this is really how I first learned about ideas. Um my first week of college they have like a ton of fairs for the first years and like events and stuff and I remember walking around one at campus center and Rock was there and I heard him kind of in the background at his table the whole time I was there and he was giving out Center for Ideas hats to people who could like answer his questions correctly Um, but no one was answering his questions correctly and he kept in the way that he does like making it a joke and making it a game and like people there was like this circle of people surrounding him because I feel like that's what happens wherever rock goes like he has such he has that personality and so then I was super nervous but I walked up to him and I was like um can you ask me a question like I want to win a hat and I still can't remember what question he actually asked me it was something about (laughs) like something about like systematic racism or oppression or something. And I don't remember what I even said. I don't remember what the conversation was, but I remember I got a hat and I was so excited and I wore that hat like all the time freshman year (laughs) and then sophomore year I ended up working at ideas. So, and now here we are two years later. So full circle, but yeah. 
beautiful circle. That's beautiful. Love so that. hi, my name is Gabby. The voice you hear right now belongs to Gabrielle Tola. I am a junior writing major with a Latinx studies minor. I use she, her pronouns. And what brought me to ideas, I didn't really know about ideas so much my freshman year up until like the spring semester. I had always heard about the infamous ideas lounge and same way people are like, oh, there's a pool on the fourth floor of Park. <laughs> I was like, where where really is like the third floor of Egbert, of Egbert Hall? I was like, where is that? What is that? But I was fortunate to like have really beautiful senior friends who did have their shit together and got me jointed to like the POC community pretty early on while um, being in Ithaca College. So that's how I found the Center for Ideas. I used to love popping my head in because being a Latinx studies minor, they're like right next to each other. So whenever I went to go bother Gustavo Licon, who like was my gateway into the minor and the CSCRE in general, I'd also always like pop in my head in Omega's office just to bother them, just to pester them and be like, hey, 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 what you doing? What you up to? And it was really nice for me. I never had the intention to work for ideas. It just always made me happy. And I liked like having that space in the PWI. I feel like unlike a lot of students, like I didn't really have the traction, even though my major is very predominantly white. Like I did find myself in a lot of comfortable spaces with people of color. So obviously when they were like putting out the announcements that they needed workers I was like hey I'm gonna take a shot and I ended up here yay <laughs> we love that I the voice you hear now is Alex Alexander is my full name but call me Alex Alexander oh, I know I've never heard know that your was... government name before I'm so <laughs> 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 that, oh yeah. I guess we're learning things here so my government name is Alexander <laughs> Alex um <laughs> And I am a dual degree senior studying theater arts management and history. I use he, him pronouns. Um, so what brought me to ideas? So as mentioned, I'm a senior. So I actually, but when I first got here, ideas used to be OSEMA part of, well, used to be part of OSEMA, part of the, multi, the Office of Student Engagement and Multicultural Affairs. So I was aware of the Multicultural Affairs part of it, mostly because I was an IAP, which is, means Ithaca Achievement Program Scholar. So I was in that, and so I knew Rock from that program on. And I'd been involved in, like, some, like, EDI work, uh, equity, diversity, and inclusion work for my, for context folks um, in the theater department, but I hadn't really, like, gone much into it outside of the theater department up until my junior year, um, casually. Um, where I started, where actually I met, actually I met, I'm actually, I'm lying. I had met Omega my <laughs> sophomore year when I think during her first semester. How dare you lie? I, how dare I? I just, He's lying. <laughs> how dare I? I met Omega. He's an Aquarius. Uh. <laughs> well, he that. But um, I met Omega also later down the road when she had first came to IC and we bonded really well. And then like, you know, she was also starting to take over the, the Ithaca Achievement Program part of it. Anyways. So then I got some ideas just because like, you know, I think naturally my path went there. And in comparison to Gabby, who she was surrounded a lot of spaces where she felt comfortable, I was in the opposite realm. I was in the other spaces where I felt more uncomfortable in a lot of white, predominantly white spaces. So I hadn't like really like 
new. Like I just was very in a interesting place in my college career and it wasn't and so I found comfortability like in more spaces. Um about people of color and focusing ideas of equity, diversity, and inclusion. And then a fun fact, I actually applied to be an IPE my, for my junior year, but unfortunately I was going abroad in the fall last semester <laughs> when I went essentially fully abroad, fall 2019. So I wasn't able to do it because I was that. And then I applied again. I was like, take two, time to take my shot one more time before I leave. And then I got it. And then now I'm here. And I really love working for ideas and love being part of this efforts because it's very important to me now. And me and Gabby yeah. are both clapping. You can't see, but they're clapping. But <laughs> I'm hitting my wine glass. I'm also, not drinking wine, though, even though it's okay because I am 21 as of yesterday. Oh, <laughs> that leads me into my next question, which is of the utmost importance to <laughs> everyone involved in this podcast, like not even a joke. And everyone involved in our job, more for, more importantly. What is your sign? So I did just out myself as a Pisces, water <laughs> sign supremacy, Pisces gang supremacy. Yeah. Um, for the viewers, um, I am also an Aries Mars and a Capricorn moon. So I will leave my rising a mystery. Because I always like people to guess. <laughs> I feel like I know it, but I am not going to bet my I'm definitely not oh going to my money. That will be revealed in episode two. That will be revealed in episode two. In the meanwhile, y'all can see our... Do we have headshots on the Instagram? No, we don't. But y'all can like find us on Instagram at Center for Ideas. Hunt us down. It is Jacqueline, Gabby, and Alex. And you can guess what our rising signs are. So Jacqueline... What's your sign? Funny you mention it. I'm also a Pisces, Gaffy. Woo! <laughs> the wine As glass. It should, glass. Be. As it should be. Yeah. Um, I'm also not going to reveal my rising, even though I'm pretty sure you you definitely already know that. I've told you that. Yes. Maybe I think you forgot. We might need to talk. No, you didn't give me your birth time. But. Yeah, that's true. I haven't I haven't done that yet. I keep forgetting. I also have to do a that. really bad memory, so okay. <laughs> it's hard for me out here. It's okay. <laughs> for episode two, I'll get a copy of my birth certificate. So Gabby outed me earlier. Um, so I am my son is an Aquarius. Um, what are we? What are we telling our, our, ourselves? Uh, so, I just obscured my rising, but you can say as much as you want. Don't I, give away your rising yet, Alex. Give it, give <laughs> We're withholding that. I'll not give away my rising. I'll make that, I'll, I'll contribute to the secrecy. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Aries, born actually February 13th, so the day before Valentine's Day, um, which is kind of chaotic usually most days, most years, but, but I have a partner this year, so it wasn't as chaotic. <laughs> um, and yeah, my moon is in Capricorn, similar Ooh. to Gabby. And my Mars, since, since Gabby's up for Mars, my Mars is in Scorpio, I think. Yeah. No way. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> That's spicy. Wait, Jacqueline, I think you also said, we were talking about Josie's chart on her birthday, and I think you said that you were also a Scorpio Mars, right? My Mars is in Scorpio. See, what did I tell y'all about what are signs of supremacy? Whoa. What did I tell y'all? Also, Aries and Scorpio are both ruled by Mars. Yeah. Okay. So, 
So in a way, we all got that in common. Interesting. We we fight out here. We fight people. <laughs> if you guys ever want to send, like, I know that Caps has their eye cares, but like, you guys could send us like five petitions. You know, you got anybody <laughs> that you need us to fight? We can fight. Oh my god! No, we can't. We're all gay. But continue, <laughs> Alex. Continue with your chart. Um, oh my god! Clarify, we do not endorse violence on this podcast. Only theoretical. Just in trying to fight, only as a joke. Only to fight our oppressive systems that held us down. <laughs> Want to make that <laughs> but we don't uh, have hands yeah but that's it that's kind of the big things we're talking about yeah so let's don't come check that. us we don't have hands <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, pisces so. is in, no my venus is in pisces though your venus is in pisces that's so Aww, cute that's cute all right up. not to i'm always one for continuing to talk about astrology but but go ahead but we do have an agenda we have an agenda today, folks, and basically what we're going to do, since it's our first episode, I'm just going to ask us all some fun questions that will really help you get to know us. We're going to play 20 questions. Well, kind of. <laughs> no, we're not going to play 20 questions. <laughs> we're going to play truth or dare. <laughs> we're going to play a game, which isn't really a game at all. It's just asking each other some deep questions that I found on the internet and in this card game I have called the and which is also like a YouTube series yeah you guys are interested in checking that out yeah it's called the and and it's also called the skin deep it's like the same channel so I highly recommend I love videos like that Kind of similar to the we're not really strangers. That's what that's what I assumed it was when Jacqueline first like told us about it. Mm-hmm. Which I have. I have that game. And I do sponsor that game. I mean, I don't really sponsor it in this co- podcast, actually. I mean, I'm not a sponsor. sponsor for <laughs> that game. <laughs> you sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. Except Ithaca College. Only the Center for Ideas. Add Center for Ideas on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, anywhere you want us. Um, all right. Thank you for that, Gabby. That was such good promo. That was. That was good. <laughs> so, Gabby and Alex have not heard this question yet. This is a question that oh. I just found, like, a few minutes before we started. And I really want to ask it because I'm, I feel like we might get into some deep talks with this one. Remix. So, <laughs> um, okay, sure. what? We did like the hair thing, which is like a share thing. So I was like, yeah. okay, okay, sure. <laughs> so I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna ask you first, Alex. Oh. So here's the question. Okay. What do you value more in a person? Their intention or their action? Oh. Take your time. Oh no! Oh my God! Um, well, is Gabby frozen? Yeah, I froze for a second. You guys <laughs> okay. are still frozen to me, but I can hear you. Okay, we're good. Okay, okay. you're back. You're back. But um, I would say that. So, can you repeat the question? It's what do you value more, or what? what do you value more in a person? Their intention or their action? I feel. I want to say. Uh, I, 
in some ways I want to say action just because like that's what has the ramifications of it. Like, you know, I could think I'm doing one thing, but turns out it causes another thing. Like I'm thinking about like the worst context because it could be taught in the best context, but um, but then like intention, I'm also like a sucker for intention. I'm like, they didn't mean wrong. <laughs> I'm very much like yeah. they didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Um so I'm very much I really like and try I try to be very forgiving and try to be very like push for redeemable qualities in people. Uh-huh. Um but I definitely gonna have to go with action this time. That's my final answer. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with action just because I think in both positive and bad context, like action has its like effects and like can do things and you know what? Like intents can get misconstrued or intents can just I think if you have a good intent and it ends up being good, then wow, you get double double points, double brownie points. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but that's my final answer on this segment on that. Thank you. That was a good answer. And I mean, there's no right or wrong answers. But it's a toughie. It's a toughie one. It could a argue. It's a hard, hard one. Gabby? I have to say I'm on the same page. Um, as in Aries Mars, I'm all about action. And I feel like, you know, also like Alex, I have to look at it like from a thousand angles before I get an answer, right? But like, it's that, you know, you can have good intentions and bad actions and you can also have bad intentions and do good things. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about like people who like, I don't know, like I've had like people like have bad intentions and like do me good because they're trying to get like on my good side. And I'm never like suspicious of these things because I don't know, like I don't expect the worst out of people ever, which is kind of, it's a little childish, but I like choose not to like be, um, what's the word for it? I choose not to be skeptical. That's not the word, but skeptical of people. Like pessimistic. Yeah. I choose not to be pessimistic of people. I try to see the best in people. And so I naturally always like inclined to like think people have good intentions. And so I feel like I can fool myself and like spin in circles and be like, Oh, but I know that they're, they have this and like they were busy or so and this and that. And so in the end, like, you know, actions ultimately are the thing that like have their effect on you. Like Alex said, like, if someone traumatizes you, it doesn't matter that they have good intentions. Yeah. You're still going to be up in therapy, like trying to like break down what they did to you years later. So, you know, like even if they had good intentions, ultimately what they do is what's most important. So I'm going to also say actions on that one. What about you, Jacqueline? Yeah, that's a, that was a really good point. You just made at the end there. I yeah. feel like my gut, my gut instinct was initially intention. Um, because yeah. kind of for the same reasons I think you were talking about, like, I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt, I feel like. And like, if someone has good intentions, but it came off in the wrong way, then like, I want to try to understand that and like put myself in their position and try to like really get it. Um, and yeah, but at the same time, like, in at least like my personal relationships in my life, like I don't think I would be being honest if I were to say that like people's actions weren't what affected me more because like they definitely are what affected me more. So I think that just for that reason alone, I value actions more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 
We're all on the same page. <laughs> no discourse here. <laughs> no discourse here. I also feel like, I don't know about y'all, but like for me, like I'm a very like, in terms of like the love language, like talk and all that, like I'm very more towards like physical affection and quality time. So for me, like the way I also just like process linear time is through actions. And that's something that like, like just hit me right now. But like people can say things that go right over my head, which is why Zoom is like, you know, we spend like a whole year in quarantine, which is like so crazy to me because I just like barely process it to begin with. And so like actions in some way are like how, what I register the most. I don't know if that's like also the yeah. same for y'all. Like something can be like, oh, like, I love you. I love you. Like, you know, I didn't mean that, but like they still did the thing that they did. So do you like when this just made me think of this? Because I know that one of the love languages is like acts of service. So do you mm -hmm. typically like, align with people who like will do acts of service for you you know what yeah I didn't I was actually having this conversation with my friend the other day and it's like I never if people don't do acts of service for me I don't like I don't like yearn for it because like I the act of the love language that I received most like growing up around a lot of adults because like I'm the youngest in my family was through acts of service and so that's never and there's like this idea that like the la the love language that you want the most is the one that you had the least of mm, yes yeah and since I was around adults all the time like I didn't have like the opportunity to like be and play a mm. lot which is also maybe I don't know if Alex can like back me up on this not to like spiral but like maybe a Capricorn thing like to have to grow up really fast probably is a Capricorn thing honestly <laughs> probably is a Capricorn thing <laughs> What you said stands out about, like, I mean, that whole, like, about, like, what you didn't probably get as a child is probably your top. Because, like, my top love language is actually words of affirmation. And I was like, that, make, that makes kind of sense. Me looking back to my past. You know, things. <laughs> <laughs> Me thinking, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. I really relate to what you said, Gabby. I'm also the youngest. And I also feel like in a lot of ways I had to grow up kind of quickly in like a very short period of time. Um, and I really value like being catered to. And I think that's okay. I don't think that's yeah. like a bad thing to say or like a bad thing to own. Like I know <laughs> that about myself and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm the oldest in my like in the house like my, I have a younger sister so mm. I think in that there I had to grow up just because I had to, older just because I had to be the model for my siblings for my sibling I don't know why I'm saying siblings as like <laughs> one, I have one sibling <laughs> um for my sister at least especially going growing up like first gen yeah of an immigrant like family low income all of that um having to be that model and so naturally having to be growing up that fast was kind of part of the experience i would say personally speaking so yeah um mine's actually i spent the top two ones that i remember when i took that little test was i think words of affirmation and then it was quality time as my second they're like both at the top tier of my percentage mm. not that you can percentile like how you receive affection but i know like that makes sense for me i know like i enjoy spending a lot of time with people I get very sad when I don't spend time with people I get very yeah mm -hmm. um 
and also like as I mentioned like words affirmation like very much is like my thing like I know in my relationship like that's something that I had to communicate to my partner because they're not something's like conscious that they're not like they don't reaffirm like a relationship and I have to like remind like yeah I need to know that we're still in it like I need you to like I've seen memes I've seen memes and uh, tweets about like on the wedding day asking them if you still like me <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about this that's exactly what I would do on our wedding day or the night before be like so are we still getting married like do you still <laughs> um, are like, you sure I relate all the time with people like, I'll literally be like do you still are we still friends and they'll be like yeah we just talked and I go and, like, you looked at me kind of differently and not the same <laughs> kind of off do you feel like, Alex, that that's kind of the same for you, like, no matter what the relationship dynamic is? Or is it, like, mostly, like, with, like, a partner? Or is it, like, in your friendships, too? It's definitely, regardless, I think that's definitely, no matter what, I need affirmation because I just feel, like, it calms me down. I'm a very communicative person. Like, I enjoy communicating. Um, I've noticed that recently about myself. And so when someone doesn't tell me these things, like, vocally says it, I feel really... <laughs> Like, I have to dig for the answer, and I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. Um, it, it's like such a, it's such an interesting thing about me that I just, like, have to talk about. Like, like, I have to know that we're okay. I cannot go to bed if we, I don't know if we're okay. And this, could, and this could be, like, regardless of the relationship. Like, I know I've had friends who, like, my close friends who I'm like, we're, like, fading. And they're like, we just didn't talk for two days. Like, oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. And what do you feel like is the main one that you like to like give to others? Circle back to me. I need to okay. <laughs> I can, I can answer the first part for mine. Um, just because I like everything you were saying, I 100% relate to. I think mine is definitely also words of affirmation. Um, and I've been realizing that a lot more lately, just like how important that is to me and how like if I feel as though I need something, it can so quickly be resolved with like some words of affirmation um, more than anything else, I feel like. And then I think the other one I would say is quality time, just because <clears throat> like what Gabby was saying, like I think my brain doesn't always work in like the linear direction of time so like just feeling like I get to spend a lot of time with someone is like very important to me but yeah what about you Gabby what it, what are your favorites to receive to receive it always changes um also kind of like based on like the type of relationship I guess but no not even I would say that I do kind of like I mean, there's people that don't want to be physically affectionate, like, as friends. There are people that just naturally don't want to be touched. And, like, to be friends with those kind of people doesn't make me, you know, doubt a relationship in any way because I understand that. I think for me, it really is about, like, what you were saying about, like, being present. And so it's always tied, except now y'all got me thinking because I'm like, wait, <laughs> words of affirmation kind of is important. But I think it's just the way that I process things, like, people I feel like people can throw like lots of compliments like through text at me and I'll like read it be happy and then it goes right over my head like I eventually like say it's like about your work or something like that like I can get complimented but like you know if I still have like 
that little perfectionist tick in my mind. Like, it's like, I never heard anything. Right. But if I'm like spending time with somebody and I find that before quarantine, I used to be like much more inclined to text people, but now like, don't even text me, like just fa- like FaceTime me and I'll like catch up to you. Like I'll call you back, like whenever. Cause I just, I don't know if it's like a thing that I can't stand to be on devices anymore after like a whole year online. Yeah. But for me, it really is about like, it is about being present. So I think quality time is most consistently my first. Maybe in relationships, like physical physicality and like physical affection are top, but um, it's usually quality time. Cause I feel like they also kind of go hand in hand, you know, like, you yeah. can't be physically affectionate and not have quality time together. So yeah. that's probably my top. The yeah. one I give the most is also probably physical affection and quality time. I think the one that I like to give the most is, oh, it's always like hard for me to kind of figure that out, but because there's so many of them that I like to give, but I really, I do like giving like, physical affection and I also really like giving gifts Um, Mm, yes yeah I I love like making little presents and like I love making handmade cards and like working on them for a long time and just like putting a lot of effort into presents I I feel like it's very important to me and like I express my love in that way I actually really agree with that something that I've been like doing over the quarantine is like having little snail mail exchanges with friends which is like it started off as letters like now it's like more like packages mm-hmm. um because like I find that it's like hard to like maintain a routine but you know like you send me a package one month I send you a package another month and that like keeps me present mm-hmm. um so like I also I just get so happy like giving somebody a present that they really like or making them something that they really like mm-hmm. yeah what about you Alex I think actually it's acts of service to give like give people I, like I'm very I guess I'm thinking about it like that's something that I do a lot I really do like to go out my way just because I really want to show people that I'm there for them and like I don't know I ever I thought it was like maybe it's the same thing as like I thought it was still like words of affirmation to like this do but that's not true that's very not true I'm really <laughs> I've only recently become more communicative with expressing things to people maybe that's an Aquarius thing I don't know <laughs> um Emotion doesn't really do well with me sometimes. Um, <laughs> but serve is definitely that's something that I notice that I do. I really do go above and beyond for people usually when they need something. And even if they don't, like, I'll tell, like, I know, like, like, like for example, like, honestly, like, on, on the base, base level, like, things that, like, I see things that they might like or things, opportunities that they I know they would, like, do great in. Like, I was sending it to be like, I was thinking of you, like, this do this whatever I don't know if that's what it counts as but whatever or if they need something I'll do it for them or like I'll I'm very much like for service like I really like doing that um just because I don't know like it's something nice I go like they might like it and it's like you're doing that so I get really sad when people don't appreciate the small things I do for them Mm. I get very I get very very sad it's like and because I know some people just don't have that like receptiveness I'm like well I'm doing this for you like yeah I'm just getting you apples yeah that's important all right I have another question for us and this might be the last question because 
I think we're really good at like talking yeah. about things and I love it. So let's dive into this one. When you think of your future, what are the first three things that you see? Gabby, do you want to answer this one first? Yeah, sure. Um, the first three things that I see, I see music slash like creation, the art, the art of like creating. I see warm weather and I see love. I feel like love is like at the foundation of everything that I want and that I do. Um, I say music slash creation because I feel like I like I like having creative projects to do no matter like the vessel and that's that's what I've determined that I want to do for like the rest of my life I don't dream of I don't dream I don't have a dream job I have like a dream like dream projects that I know that I want to do in this lifetime and I say warm weather because I do have the luxury after returning home I like realized how much I need the warm weather I'm not a snow person respect to y'all but I, I can't relate I've been in the tropics my whole life and so I would hope to leave the U.S. into somewhere sunny um and just yeah like feel the love of community and feel the love of like family and like platonic romantic love in general but like in warm weather and like continuing to create yeah that's beautiful what about you Jacqueline um, first thing that always comes to mind, if I like imagine my future is just like my future family and, um, like imagining the people in my family and like my close community that like already exist and like the people that aren't here yet, but are just like mm-hmm. in my, like the people uh, you will meet. Yeah. And, um like platonic and like actual like relational family members and stuff like all together in like a warm little bubble I just imagine that Mm, that's so cute um and I then a second thing I would say is like a space within like where that is taking place so like I imagine my future home a lot and like what I want it to feel like not really look like, but just feel like, um, and I can kind of like sense how I want it to feel. Um, and then this is very broad and not specific, but (laughs) I want to be in a career where I feel like fulfilled and happy and like I'm achieving something for other people. Um, And, like, I can come home at the end of the day and, like, feel good about what I did. (laughs) I really resonate with that. I think the feeling over, like, imagining, like, specific details is something big of mine also. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be posted up on Pinterest thinking about my dream home. (laughs) (laughs) I love imagining my dream home. I love imagining my dream bathroom. I want, you know what like, I love? <laughs> there's like so many. I really want like a fancy bathroom. I don't know why. No, I totally relate to that. I've seen like 
this and it was like viral on twitter but it was like a rose quartz like bathtub i was like now that's fancy i would like some of that oh man beautiful i want like a heated floor in my bathroom oh we like that (laughs) i want cats i just Uh, know i want i've never had the luxury of being a cat mom and i really want that for me i'm a cat mom (laughs) Wait, what? I didn't know this. Have you never seen my cat? No. no. This is my cat. Oh my god. So an audio description. The cat is like gray. He has little white paws. Or they have little white paws and a little they're kind of like a tuxedo cat. He has a her nose. Her name is Charlie. Charlie, that's so cute. Yeah. Alex, what do you think of when you imagine your future? <sighs> I definitely would be my future would involve some like art in general, like any type of art, just because I just love art so so much. I think it. I think in a. I think in a different world, I would have like done more art stuff growing up, and like I mean, I've been involved in the arts for a long time, as I am doing theater, but um, in a much more I probably would have if I let go of my masculinity as a child and not conform or would have done more art. Cause I know that's why I didn't do art. Cause I was like, it's too feminine. That's not, that's mm-hmm. um, or at least like, I don't associate that anymore, but um, so definitely art. And I, I mean, I know when I was abroad in London, like I've always had interest in art and like I was going to museums more often. Like, and then even when I was in Washington DC the summer prior to going abroad, um, I was in a lot of museums as well, so art museums and just like kind of walking around and just existing and being in the presence of art and just seeing different things, even like things that I might deem are not the best, not to throw shade at cubism and Mr. Picasso. <laughs> but <laughs> not cubism. I have a big problem. For listeners. <laughs> for realism, on the other hand, we can talk about how much we I can talk about her. We can talk about her. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just, like, love the idea of, like, creating, not even for the sake of something, just, like, to do it and just being part of something that's in that energy that makes me really happy and content. Um, and then the second thing, like, it's adjacent to that, just, like, kind of the idea of traveling and just being a part of, like, different, like, places. Like, I think travel's been a big part of my life, period. Like, when I was, like, really young, like, I don't know how the hell I got to do like the scholarship program with like to go visit like Australia for like a week or two weeks, I think it was. And it was like just because of like some donor of some program gave me some big grant. I don't know how my mom pulled it off. Was like, <laughs> I was like, we are, I was like, me as an eight year old going, or not eight year old, 12 year old, I was like, we're poor. Um, going like, we're poor. We're poor. <laughs> how grown of you um no definitely but you know but that's like i mean traveling has been a big thing and like even in just the essence of the movement of it all like i travel between miami and new york quite a bit and just like the journeys mm-hmm. and the I take to get there like i sometimes will go to new jersey and take a bus and do this like just like yeah experience. i used to do that too oh god we love it but it's it's frankly rather exhilarating for me i kind of love it like when I was abroad again, um, I did that a lot, and I was I was in my element when I was doing that because my a lot of my friends didn't like have that like background, like just because they didn't they don't do that. They yeah, come around here so they can just drive or they could just like 
No, they just drive. I don't know what they're not. They just drive. Um, so that's always just really fun just because of like seeing new things and experiencing new things in ways that like I may not be familiar with or like things I just like had read about and seeing things in like person is really fascinating. Um, and then, you know, going to the British Museum and seeing what was stolen is truly interesting mm. part of it all. I'm just going, See. I go, ah, the colonial structures, I guess they are real. <laughs> Did you go? Where'd you go to? Hmm? Where'd you go to? When I was abroad? Mm-hmm. I went to Paris um, twice, actually, with my mom in the beginning, because my parents came, my mom came away from it. Because my sister, because, you know, as parents do, save up money for their daughter's quince. Um, and she goes, we're just going to use that money for the trip. And I go, as you should, mom. <laughs> Like, my sister got to go got to go for that because like my mom been saving up money since I don't know how long since whatever. So my mom yeah. came, which is really good for my sister because in the state of our current world, my sister really got to experience something. Um and it's funny because I would get to talk to her about like different art stuff that she didn't know about she she was like turning fifteen, so she wouldn't know about that as much. Um just because of exposure. But so it was fun. So I went to Paris, um I went to Germany because we had like my mom's uncle's friends, brother, like that whole like chain of <laughs> we're just like guess we're going there. Um <laughs> obviously London because that's where I studied abroad. And then on the side I went to like during the semester, I went to Spain and then I went to Amsterdam, um, which was really fun because a lot of the prices there were like, inexpensive. Like if you're smart about it, if you're not smart about it, then you're paying a lot of money. <laughs> also, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was like I didn't care about like having higher end travel expenses I go yes I'll be in the back of the plane this small <laughs> I'll be bouncing up and down in the skies on spirit airlines but as long as I land on the ground <laughs> <laughs> oh and like there was something for me about that experience about doing that and just like going on a whim that was so yeah. that's yeah. so cool yeah it's, it's and travel and travel is so much more valuable than parties. I also, I never had a, a yeah. birthday party that was like big. I didn't have a quinces or a 16s, but actually like kind of similar to you, except I did this in high school, my senior year. I went on one of the like educational tours, like European quartet with a cam- the Cambridge program in my school. I was in a Cambridge pro- in the Cambridge program, but my best friend was, and she was like, hey, you should do this. And I was like, yeah, I should. <laughs> and I, it was really rushed and I would have wanted to go back, but at least like I have a sense of comfort knowing that like I did get to do some travel before all this unveiled. So good so thing cool. for you, sister. Yeah, there's, just some, there's just so much beauty in just experiencing like worlds in ways of just that such experience the, the as i said like the, the european states that were just as you know they're always praised but like i mean if i know so what's the big deal so me going mm. like, what's the big deal about this place and like going like all right some stuff here is pretty cool um what's the idea <laughs> the idea hour i'm so sorry actually for the viewers one of our like title names was gonna be what's the big idea and we decided that was too corny <laughs> We went with ideas out. <laughs> Alex, what semester did you go abroad? Fall 2019. It was the last semester that we got fully. You just got it in there. Yep. And so mm. in my original plan for like my four years, I was supposed to go in spring 2020. Like that was the plan. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. That was actually, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It worked out. It was basically because of like a like a degree credit. Like I had to go in yeah. that and then it worked out in the fall. And I was like, I guess I'm going in the fall. And then it worked out. He got lucky. <laughs> you two are making me want to travel so much. I've never left the country. Free Jacqueline. <laughs> Free Jacqueline. Free me. Free me from these United States. Free her from the United States. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm not good at budgeting travel. Like, I've never done it myself, but IPE trip. <laughs> <laughs> IPE trip? The bold trip, trip, Gabby? We've talked about bold a bold trip. trip. Hey. Hey. Oh, Jacqueline and I are both scholars. Alex is not because... Alex do be a man, <laughs> but it's okay. We can let it slide okay. for him. Okay, Alex. Um, <laughs> and my last thing that I read in my future is dogs because I love dogs. Dogs. <laughs> what kind, what's That's your favorite so kind of dog? I have a Shih Tzu, and Shih Tzu really like bring like something to my heart. I have, you have one right now? No, not, not on campus, not oh. off campus, but like at home, I have two Shih Tzus. This be like put her, put her on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh chocolate and amanda oh my, my god that's, that's so cute yeah for my sister's 15 they dressed them up in like her like like my mom's still no. dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's still dramatic she's like, we're still taking the photo they know we're not doing any party but we, i just want a photo <laughs> so got, as my mom is in true fashion got the whole dress and she was like we have to dress up the dogs so she dressed up the dogs in like a dress and a oh my god please show us pictures i gotta find that after the episode wait your family's venezuelan right yeah my mom Mm -hmm. i was just like confirming if that's what she told me because i know you're not cuban right Um, we're not cubans we're from miami but we're not cuban perfectly clear um, <laughs> we want to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> yeah. We wear masks. But um, yeah, my mom's yeah, my mom's a Venezuelan, but she like moved back and forth from Colombia because her parents are her parents were my grandparents mm-hmm. were they would live back and forth. Hey. Should we do one more question or should we leave it there? What are you feeling? I hope for one more question. We could do one. All right. This is, this one's a little different. If you had to lose one of your senses, which one would you choose? <laughs> Not this question. <laughs> um, huh. I need to think about this. Um, hmm. Not me trying to remember the five senses. Hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Hold on. My initial so, reaction is I would lose my sense of taste if I had to choose one. Yeah. Because okay. like sense of taste and sense of smell are just very connected. So if like I could still have a good sense of smell but not be able to taste anything, I think I would be fine. Oh, that's so smart. I didn't even think about it like that. Oh no. But I, I'm on the same page. I have to taste. Like I love food. It's a, here's the thing, if I could add a fourth thing to the fourth thing the future, the fourth is food. I love food so much. I love cooking and like doing all that stuff. Um, I wouldn't lose taste. I have to lose touch because, like, I don't care. Like, <gasps> lose touch? Yeah, like what? But so many things are touch. Do you like tattoos? Hmm? Did you ever get tatted? I have a t- I have tattoo. 
Well, it's going to be easier if you can't feel. That's true. Exactly. I, guess, I guess you could look at it from that way. Like, you won't be able to feel pain. That's nice. I don't feel pain. <laughs> you won't be able to feel anything, though. It sounds so funny out of context. In a way, that's really extreme. Because it's like you lose, you only lose one sense, but you can't feel anything. Yeah, that's so extreme. <laughs> You would rather taste your food than feel anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I won't I won't yuck your yum. <laughs> yuck your yum. <laughs> what is that? What does that mean? Like is that a northern thing? No. Is that a northern thing? Is that a northern thing? I mean people usually say it if like someone really likes a food and you think it's gross. <laughs> So I guess it doesn't really work, but I oh. use it. Oh, that makes sense. I never heard of that. <laughs> but it makes sense. <laughs> hmm. What about you, Jacqueline? You said taste. Yeah, I said taste. I also say taste. Where are the other ones? Touch, smell, sight, sight taste, hearing. hearing. Yeah, I think I would still go with taste. I can't not hear. The idea of never being able to listen to music again is very disturbing to me yeah me too that's that's exactly where my mind went to i need to listen to music yeah i mean i, I think yeah huh. yeah i enjoy music too much so i can't lose my sense of hearing i like taste i like food smell I don't know, smells cool well here's the thing smells also now that now that you're saying this now that you guys are mentioning this Maybe smell could also go, and then I could replace touch. <laughs> I feel like between smell and touch, I could not give up touch like that. I would, I would, I actually have like my aunt can't smell, and it makes me really sad. No, hold on, I like aromatherapy a lot. I'm gonna backtrack on that. <laughs> I'm gonna not go there because I really, I really like smells. I really like having good smells, yeah. like in the room and in the house. Like that's a big thing for me. So that's a no for me. Also, for context, the tattoo I do have is of my my zodiac sign, so I have my Aquarius on my ankle. So what? Oh, really? And here I thought I I had a well, that was an assumption, but <laughs> I felt like you didn't know a lot about zodiacs, so like at least when like we first started talking. So that's actually kind of funny. I definitely, yeah, no, I very much have enjoyed it for a long time. Um, Did you watch Walter Mercado? Oh, of course. Like, <laughs> I'm so depressed because I knew about the Walter Mercado like exhibit in Miami when he was I didn't know. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'll come back like later. Not like he's gonna die. Yeah. And then. <laughs> and I went, oh, damn. Wait, who, who, who are you talking about? Walter. Okay, so Walter Mercado is a Puerto Rican astrologer. He's also a Pisces. I do need to throw that out there. His documentary was recently released last year, I think. Um, it's beautiful. And so he was like this, he started off like in a rural town in Puerto Rico. And he was like kind of just doing predictions and like stuff for like his neighbors. And he blew up. Like he had the whole town lining up to his house be like, what does Walter have to say about this, this and that? And he just blew up. And so he became a huge astrologer. He's like a queer icon, even though he's like never like, you know, he's had like this assistant. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. He had a roommate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rest in peace, Walter Mercado. But like, he is like a big queer icon for like fashion sense and just like the way that he carried himself. And he, he had like different astrology segments on like Hispanic news channels. So that's why like he's like such a big household name for like most, despite your country, like most Hispanic peoples. Mm. We do. I mean, I recommend personally that documentary. I don't know if Gabby does. Yeah, I do. I love it. What's I thought it was beautifully you know the done. The documentary. I took pictures for inspo reasons, but if you look up Walter Mercado, yeah, yeah it's I'll there. Text you. I'll text you. Yeah, I think yeah. Or something like that, because he he says that a lot. Says what? I couldn't hear you for a second. I think that. Mucho mucho amor, mucho mucho amor. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the title. Okay, that's good to know. I cried. I, really yeah. cried at the end. I did too. Hmm. Oh, oh my god, I didn't know because I don't think I was actually. I don't think I think that was when we were. Oh, I did. yes, I know thing. who this is. I've seen this. You've seen the memes. I've You've seen, seen the capes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm also really sad. I just can't believe like it was here. And I didn't get to go. That's what really gets me. Yeah, it's a. It was such, a, and I remember because it opened in August, like right before I went abroad, and I was, and I just didn't go. Like I just was like, oh, it's fine. And I mean, I mean, that speaks to like, I mean, I think now personally, because at, like once we reached the point where okay, and like it's actually post COVID, not like how we're referring to things now as post COVID, but actually post COVID era. Like that's something I'm gonna take from this is like going for it and just doing it because you definitely yeah. things just which I think in which is what I think the pandemic has put into perspective is just taking those opportunities those moments that you can live in those experiences which is kind of odd that I didn't do that yeah. absolutely that's a huge thing for me actually you just gotta do what makes you happy damn mm. oh am I allowed to say damn. Yeah, I, I said I've been cursing. I think I've been cursing this whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> so when it's okay. Thank you both for like just such beautiful conversation. Thank you. You also. Yeah, no need to thank us. We'll be back next week. We'll be back. <laughs> well, I know not next back. week. <laughs> I've just been so excited about this for so long, and actually doing it feels so good. So. Me too. I'm glad we can finally like carry this out. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining today. We hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night. Mm-hmm. Whenever you listen. <laughs> Thanks for listening, friends. And catch us in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.